and welcome to the Happier Marriage Podcast. A podcast for spouses longing to have a happier marriage so they can feel more connected, desired and supported. Now, to start the show, here is your host, and Sherpa, licensed marriage and family therapist and certified relationship coach, Kingsley Grant. Thanks for joining me on the Happier Marriage Secrets Podcast. This is episode 32, and today's topic is entitled, Discover Five Powerful Techniques Used by Happily Married Couples to Quickly Solve Arguments. And you're going to find out in these, in these five techniques that probably why these individuals, these couples are having long and sustaining and happy marriages because they're actually doing these five techniques or strategies or skills within their marriage. And sometimes they don't even realize that they're specifically working on them. They're Maybe don't even identify if I ask them the question, but you're going to find out what those are in a few moments. Now, today's episode is a continuation of the theme for this month, which is communication and conflict resolution, which means you are hearing the last of the four episodes that covers this month's theme. And if you have not yet listened to the last three episodes, now I must say episode 31 is an interview I did with another marriage and family therapist like myself. And so it's um, based on a different topic, but I can tell you it's worth listening to. You may want to make sure you listen to that. But the other episodes, especially episode 29, where I speak about how to take control of your emotions and confidently create a more fulfilling marriage is one that I would highly recommend that you listen to. Now, you can always access all the past episodes by going to happiermarriagesecrets.com, happiermarriagesecrets.com, and the slash podcast. You see the menus right there. Click on that. It'll take you to all the current episodes and, and past episodes as well. So, that's where you're going to find those. But you're also, also going to find some blogs that are written there. You can also read that, consume that, and pass them along to someone else. Now, let me say this at, as you listen to this episode today, and probably the ones you're going to listen to in the past, um, you hear some things, quite frankly, that may trigger you. They may not be what you've heard or in the way that I present it um, in the past. But that's one of the purposes of this show. I want to make sure that I'm coming from an angle where you may not be used to hearing. Why? Because there's so many people out there who are repeating and regurgitating the very same things over and over again, right? You may say yes, because you have, you hear one, you've heard them all. You've seen one, you've seen them all. You read one, you read them all. And that's why the angle that I come from in this episode, in this podcast, is try to stir things up and present some things that may be triggering, and that's quite okay. It's allow us to learn and even to have to wrestle with because we may find those in our very lives as well. Now, let me just say this show is also brought to you by kingsleygrant.com, where our hope is that you will be challenged, inspired, and encouraged in your life and in your relationships to become the better or the best version of yourself. So stay tuned for this episode. So, the big question is this. How is it possible that you have a happier marriage when you feel like you've tried everything? Your spouse isn't making an effort. You're exhausted. You feel like giving up. 
or there's so much hurt that's taken place between you and your spouse? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. What's up ladies and gentlemen of Happier Marriage World? I hope you're ready for another round of the Happier Marriage Secrets podcast. Now today we are talking about, as you've heard, the five powerful techniques used by happily married couples to quickly solve arguments. Now, why I entitle these powerful techniques is because I have been working with couples for a very, very long time. Um, because in my work as a, a marriage and family therapist, I hear quite a bit of things and quite a bit of um, presenting issues that these couples are having. So I entitled this for a reason. But before I get there, I want to remind you that you can also watch shorter episodes of this topic on my YouTube channel and by going to Kingsley Grant. So go on YouTube and look for Kingsley, K-I-N-G-S-L-E-Y-G-R-A-N-T. And there you'll find the shorter episodes of these and other titles as well. And make sure you smash that subscribe button, click on the, the like button and the notification bell so you won't miss out on any of the video broadcasts that are posted on that channel. You can also get shorter versions of some points made in this episode and other others on TikTok. So as you know, TikTok is very short, so you can go there and consume an idea, a thought, or a point in a very short time on my TikTok uh, page. So you can go to TikTok and go to Kingsley Grant, and there you'll find those very short, very to-the-point videos. Now, I have some exciting things in the works that I want to share with you real quickly that there's coming up as being worked on right now as we speak. And maybe when you're listening to this, they have already been accomplished. I mean, been done and finished, or maybe it's in the works. But I want to mention to you that I'm working on a deck of playing cards for couples entitled Connect and Communicate. Now, these cards are designed to help you and your partner connect in a deeper and more intimate way. And it's it's lighthearted and it's fun. And there's some deep questions, of course, that are also among the in the pack. And they're being designed just with you in mind on a date or just a time at home, a quality time. You can take one or two cards, pick on that and talk through those for that moment. Now, I'm also working on a new ebook that's entitled Happier Married Secrets. Unlock the secrets that reignite passion and intimacy into your marriage even if it's struggling right now. How about that? And that's what I'll be, I'm working on right now. So I'm busy behind the scenes, as you can tell. But why? I want to bring you as much value as possible, as much resources as possible, because I want to create a world, a community of happier marriages. And doesn't mean perfect marriages, of course not, but happier marriages. But I believe if we have more happier marriages, is more happier family, more happier children, and a happier city, community, and a happier world. That is my goal. And that's why I'm pro- uh, making these resources available and working hard on them right now as we are speaking. So make sure whatever you do, though, as I've just shared all this before we get started, stick around to the end of this episode and you'll hear about how to get a special gift that I have for you. Cool. So make sure you stick around and not go anywhere and hear about that special gift. Again, let me simply say thanks for joining me for this episode as we dive into the five powerful techniques used by happily married couples to quickly solve arguments. Now, as I mentioned earlier, having counseled and coached hundreds of couples over the past several years as a licensed marriage and family therapist, 
and as a certified relationship coach. And from what I've experienced in my own relationship as a married, as a husband for more than three decades, I believe that I'm pretty qualified to talk about topics like these because I have been there, have done some of these and have learned along the way. And I would say that it has helped me to basically be where I'm at right now in my own relationship. So I'm speaking from both a personal and a professional um, um, standpoint. So you can hear me share a bit of my story here and there, whether in this episode or in past episodes, and you'll know I'm speaking from personal, but also as a professional myself. So what are the five powerful techniques that happily married couples use to quickly solve arguments because it's so important that you quickly solve arguments in your relationship as you may have found out or is finding out. The longer the problems or the arguments drag on, is more opportunity for issues to arise or other issues to arise in the marriage. Wouldn't you say, would you agree with that? Haven't you found that when uh, you know a, an issue is not dealt with right away or as quickly as possible, it just kind of permeates a whole relationship, the family. You, you sense it. You can hear, feel it in the air. It's so thick. You know, I heard this before that it's like butter. It's so thick that you can cut right through it. The tension is so thick in the room. And you can almost tell if you watch like me, I'm a person, people watcher. So I'll sit and watch people and try to make up stories in my head about what it is I'm seeing based upon body languages and or just the conversation, whether it's people are giving direct attention to a conversation or they're just not interested and their body language speaks a whole, uh, a lot. I can tell so many times, uh, for the most part, when a couple are probably having some problems, there's tension. You can sense it. It's right there. Just the way they interact. Short, very, very, um, you know, they don't spend much time look, making eye contact or engaged. You see more disengagement occurring and you can say, mm, there's something going on right there. Because we know in our, in our own relationships, I know in mine, when we are having conflicts, my wife and I, I typically withdraw. I typically get quiet because I don't want to engage and probably say things or do things, which I've done in the past that I, I regretted or created more problems. And so, we want to find a way to quickly solve arguments. Now, let me just say this. I know not every argument can be solved quickly, and I'm not naive to that. Some argument requires um, time to sit down and work through, and sometimes it may require a third party to come and help to solve that problem. So I understand that. I get that. But I believe for the most part, a big problem started out as a small problem. What if you could nip that problem in the butt, in the, in the bud? <laughs> and it'll nip that problem in the bud before it springs up and start growing in the relationship. You have a much better chance to have a more peaceful and a more productive and constructive conversation than if you don't nip it in the bud. I know I'm emphasize bud and not what I said earlier. So what are the five powerful techniques? Now, the first one I'm going to share with you is one that you may have heard in a different context or different settings. And so when you hear this, don't tune up because it's important to listen to this because the angle from which I'm coming is probably different from what you've heard. So I'm going to say the first one is active listening. That's one of the techniques that these couples use. Now, some couples use what I call passive listening. 
And that implies that they're just really disengaged. And I mentioned that before, you know, a few minutes ago or a few moments ago. Disengage or passive listening. And sometimes people are very passive aggressive in their listening style. So there's different styles of listening. But I find that couples who are having successful marriages and happily being happily married, they are actively listening. I call that empathic listening, right? Means there's empathy involved in the listening process, right? It's, it's fully listening to your partners or to your, your, your partner's perspective and, and try to hear his or her heart and, and do that in a very respectful way where you're not interrupting or doing things to distract. It's where you're fully engaged, right? It's just, there's quality moments where your spouse know that you're listening to them. How often have I heard from couples that the reason why they, they know their spouse is not listening to them because they're on their phone, they're doing other things, and they're not making the eye contact. And you'll hear this spouse say, but I'm listening. I'm listening to everything you're saying. And I will emphasize this. That's not active listening because you're distracted. You're doing things that takes away from what a person needs from you. They just don't need your ears. They need also your eyes. Right, they need your whole being to be involved to know you're actively listening. So active listening done properly, done the right way. And I teach that in my program because we hear the term many times and we may do a research on Google and find, and say, oh, that's what it means. Well, it's a little bit more than that because it allows you to, to understand the feelings or try to understand the feelings and concerns of your partner and then you can respond empathically. There's empathy and there's a very special way that empathic listening allows your partner to know you're there and can feel like he or she have really listened. So that's the first one. The second one is taking a time out, taking a time out, right? I call it a disengaged, is a disengaging moment. So when an argument becomes, or even before it becomes heated, you, you recognize it's heading in that direction. Not because of what the person is saying, but how you're feeling. You can only manage your emotions, right? You, can, you know what you're feeling. You know when something is being heated up inside of you in the conversation. I encourage couples to, ahead of time, create what I call a disengagement protocol, meaning that you come up with ideas of what you can do if an argument is becoming heated and you want to um, vote for the relationship meaning that you want the best for the relationship. How do you disengage so that the other person know you're not trying to walk away? You're not trying to just dismiss them. You're not trying to be um, kind of, you know, dismissive of them or or just being negative in your behavior because you have talked this through and said, if at any point we feel that way, let us both, let one of us ask for permission to disengage. He said, can you say, ask for permission Who's going to ask for permission in the moment when you're so heated? I can tell you who. Those couples who are happily married, they are the ones who are doing those things. Those couples who have the the relationship as priority number one, not them. The relationship are the ones who will do that. Because when you are able to disengage and take a timeout, right? And it's not a timeout to go punch a bag or the pillow. No, it's a time to take some deep breathing. And, you know, there's a whole bunch of other things things you can do that I teach in my programs. It's really having us a way of saying, what can I do in a productive manner 
while I'm taking this time out. So it's not just taking a time out for time out's sake. It's very intentional. It's very specific. It's very strategic in what you're doing in this timeout. But it's very important to take a timeout so you can bring the temperature down, bring the heat temperature down where it's more manageable, right? And you want to kind of get out of the heat, so to speak, uh, so to speak, and bring the air, the air condition in. So to kind of cool things off and then you re-engage and there's a way to re-engage and I won't take time out, but you can imagine it has to be done in a very special way so the other person can be receptive of the re-engagement and not be in a defensive mode, tightening up because they're not sure what's going to come when the person, once a person re-engaged. So it's very important that it's done properly. So active listening, taking a time out. The third thing, thing that happily married couples do to quickly solve arguments is focusing on the present. Focusing on the present. What is the issue on hand? What's on the table right now? So many arguments really stem from past issues and other feelings that have been brought over are unresolved conflict, unresolved issues, and it's not being brought into the present. Now imagine you're trying to now layer a problem with other problems. It's so hard to to unlayer or to, to solve one problem than to bring two, three, four problems into one. And, you know, it's like you're trying to have them all mixed in the one at the same time. It's no wonder couples are spending some, spend them, their, spend their time arguing about other things. And at the end of the, the argument, you ask the question, what are we arguing about? And many times it's something unrelated. It's not even what they started out with. And now they're down the road on other things. And now we have another problem. So you got to focus on the present, right? You should focus on the current problem and how to solve that problem. The temptation is to say, yeah, but it's that like something you did before. And I understand that there's a temptation and that is, is something going through people's mind or maybe your mind. But this is where emotional intelligence comes in, where you're going to manage, identify, manage your 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 emotions and your spouse's emotions. And I think mature, emotionally intelligent couples or a spouse will do this. They'll do their best to focus on the present. Doesn't mean that they don't have the, the past trying to creep in. Of course, but they are simply saying, it will not be the boss of me. I want our marriage to succeed and we're going to work on this right now. That is how to be very intentional. The fourth thing that these couples do is use what we call I statements. I statements. So it's statements that shift the blame. So instead of blaming your, your spouse, your partner with accusation, right? It's accusatory statements like you, you did this and you caused that and you made me so upset and you made me so mad and you did not, you, you, you. Whenever we hear that, we go in defensive mode. Isn't that so? You become defensive, I become defensive. That's how our system, because our brain hears threat and it goes into fight, flight, freeze mode. Most times it's fighting. Sometimes it's freezing, right? Yes, there's flight that occurs sometimes, but when we hear the you accusations and statements and blames, 
blame. We are going to defend ourselves because what we're hearing is, I'm the only reason, I'm the problem. You don't have, you have nothing to do with this. So couples who are happily married and want to have happier marriages use I statements. And statements may sound something like this. For example, um, I felt sad or it saddened me um, when I saw or I heard something. So again, I could say, you know, when you raised your voice today, when we were talking, I felt sad. I felt scared. That's an I statement. So you're drawing attention to how you felt, what happened in you when something else around you happened. That is speaking what I call speaking to the heart. It's the emotions. And that most times a spouse will hear that when they're not being accused and blamed and feel attacked in those moments. And the last one, so we've gone through active listening, taking a time out, focusing on the present, using I statements. And the last one is finding a compromise, finding a compromise. Because what happened is in a moment of an argument, what I find in my work as a marriage family therapist and even in my own personal experiences when I've had these moments, the, the tendency is to try to win the argument. There's this unspoken thing that's happening that we want to win. We want to make our case and our point that our spouse should listen and agree with us. We want to persuade them. We want to win an argument. We may try to say, no, that's not what we're trying to do, but that tends to be what is at stake. But I find that people who are going to be, couples who are going to be happily married and who are happily married, they, they work towards finding a compromise where it's like, you know, I know it's not all me and not all you. I know that we both are contributing to the problems we're experiencing and we're going to take responsibility for our part. When you're doing this, my friend, you can help solve the argument and maintain a healthy relationship. That's what you're trying to do. You're finding a compromise. You're simply saying, for the relationship's sake, for the sake of the relationship, it's important that I take a deep breath. I take a step back and I do, you know, it's not, as you may have heard before, it's not the parts, right? It's a sum of the parts, meaning that it's the whole rather than the parts that make up the whole, meaning you and your spouse are the parts. The whole is a marriage, the relationship, and you want that to succeed. And therefore, a compromise is a must. So what are the five powerful techniques that happily married couples use to quickly solve arguments? I'd love to hear, as I list them again, which of these five do you think you need and your spouse need to work on in your marriage? I would love to hear from you. You can always comment, send an email, or respond to us in some way where, in some way, way that tells me, you know, let me know what it is you're working on. Which stand out? Which of these stood out to you the most? Even, even answer that question. Which of these stood out to you the most and why? I'd love to hear from you about that. Here are the five powerful techniques I just mentioned. Number one, active listening. Number two, taking a timeout. Number three, Focusing on the present, number four, using I statements, and number five, finding a compromise. So again, my friend, I would love to hear from you, which of these um, was most helpful? Which of these five were most helpful for you? 
And again, comment, send an email, and the announcer will tell you how to do that, but also how to get your special gift as well. So listen to that, and I would love to hear what you, your thoughts are. And you will find more than likely a blog entry at happiermarriagesecrets.com, and you can also leave a comment there as well. And in the, um, when the announcer mentioned about leaving a, a review and a rating for the show, you can also leave it there as well, my friend. Now, remember, by simply staying to the end, I want you to get the gift that I promised you, and the announcer will tell you how to do that. But before she comes, let me invite you to check out our new website that I mentioned earlier, happiermarriagesecrets.com. You'll find all the podcasts and all the blog posts in one place. So thanks again for listening, and the announcer will tell you how to get the free gift I promised at the beginning, just for staying until the end. With that said, let's hear the announcer, and I'll talk to you very, very soon. We've come to the end of another exciting show. And if you enjoyed this podcast, one, make sure you give this show a rating and review. Two, subscribe to the show to get all new releases. And three, get your complimentary copy of the Five Secrets to a Happier Marriage ebook at kingsleygrant.com slash HMS ebook. Again, it's kingsleygrant.com slash HMS ebook. See the link in the show notes. Do it today. Don't delay. Thanks so much for listening and make sure you tell one other spouse about this show or better yet, share it with them. Until next time, may the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face shine on you and be gracious to you. May he turn his face towards you and give you his peace both now and forever.